Thanks for listening to the Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. But within whatever realm of influence you have, again, there has to be consistency, not just from you, but from those that you're over. Baby, you talked about how even to our staff, the important things when we start out this year, there has to be consistency, there has to be organization, and there 100%. has to be communication. Yep. And we've noticed that those three things, again, consistency, organization, and communication, they'll either keep you limited or they will cause you to be extremely successful. It'll keep you limited if you don't do them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's if what I mean. If you do these yes. things. If you're you falling short in them. You will be successful. Right. There's no possible way to have consistency, organization, and communication in a proper way <clears throat> and to decrease. Right. It will always cause you to be blessed. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, and so those that are listening, look at areas in your life, in your business, in your family, in your ministry that you are not seeing success in. And you will find... I guarantee you one of these areas where there's something missing, consistency, organization, or communication. Because these, this is something that the Lord spoke to me. This is what you have to pay attention to. And if you will do these things, remember what I said at the very beginning of this podcast, there are things that, that you have to receive a tough word sometimes. Right. Oh, this hurts. Oh, you know, I don't like you saying that. Just, just compliment me. Sometimes God's not going to compliment what you're doing. Right. He's going to say, you know, that's not, that's not the best. You're mm-hmm. not giving it your best. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes people just, they're, you're, they're just wanting, you know, a pat on the back for me, a mediocre job. Right. And, oh, well, just, just say it's okay anyway. No. No, that really stinks. Right, because <clears throat> God doesn't give participation awards or trophies. No, no, <laughs> no. Well done, thou good and faithful <laughs> yes. servant. Enter into the the joy of the Lord. Right. Not, oh, well, you, you, gave it, you gave it a little effort, so <laughs> come on in. No, you're not going to hear that. The only thing you'll hear, when, the only way to get into heaven, the ticket into heaven is well done. Yes. Great job. <laughs> yes. Good, good, good. Not good even. Great job. Well done. Not, that's right. uh, okay. Not, yeah, that's a little sketchy, but you know what? If nobody's looking, you can creep in here. No. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant. Right. That's, that's what we, and, and if, we're not, if we're not good and faithful and we're not doing well here, don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to pass when you get to heaven. Come on. Let's, let's suck it up, buttercup. Let's go. You, got, you can do better. I can do right. better. We can all do better. We can come up to another level. But we have to be consistent, organized, and communicative. Yes. Communicative. Right. Big word. Sometimes um, there are certain personalities, um, it seems like, that, that really fight structure and fight these things they want you know to to be like loosey-goosey and fly by the seat of your pants or whatever you know and then there are some personalities that that like thrive on it and they they are very 
actually not very flexible. So if everything isn't like, you know, everything isn't like super organized and doesn't go exactly the way that they plan the day to go, then everything that they're just almost going to a depression because they can't function. Okay. Obviously those are two extremes. Neither of them are going to work. So thank God for the Holy Spirit. That is our great teacher that comes along to help us. But you see that if you don't have, these are foundational structural things that you have to implement in your life. And I've even seen how, you know, people that within their own personal life, they do not have any structure. They don't have, they're not consistent just in, in, in minor things, but because they don't have those, because all of this relates to discipline, actually personal discipline. And if you don't have that within your personal life, it actually carries over into your job or your calling or your ministry, whatever you're doing. And then that's a mess as well. So it's a sad thing when people go decade after decade after decade, and the Lord still can't trust them with anything great because they won't take care of these foundational things. Yeah. And so if you find like, obviously consistency involves, you know, doing things time and time again, or staying on task time and time again, having, having that discipline, right? And it does get boring and mundane sometimes. Sometimes. But if you ask, I found this, that even like with, with kids and everything, I, because of course, a lot of times they don't want to do anything unless it's fun. And, and I get that. And God actually, like Monday. right. Yeah. And, and God actually is, is like super fun. He's the one who developed fun actually. Yeah. And he developed on the inside. I would hate ministry if it was boring and mundane. Right. I, I mean, we need it, adventures, actually. right? We need yeah. thrill things. That's why I, I mean, went into ministry. Adventures yeah. in God. John I mean, G. Lake. If you have I'm an opportunity, like go jump out an airplane with a parachute or, you know, whatever. I mean. <laughs> if you're daring without a parachute, just believe God, you know. <laughs> no, but Angels I mean, <laughs> will surround you, keep you from dashing your foot against a stone. But, you know, that's, I often say why, you know, my husband, or I, God put me, you know, with my husband, he's much more spontaneous than, than I am. And, but she is the one who pushes me down the mountain on skis. I did not push you. You were behind me. Oh, whatever. No, I was showing you. I didn't push you. That's right. She was showing me. (laughs) She was an incredible ski instructor, but uh, we digress here. Adventures in God. Right. You know, so you actually, because we can, we can get into like a rut. Okay. And, and you Mm -hmm. don't, you don't want to be one of those people that actually gets into a rut and then you become cranky and just like old beyond your years. You you don't need to, you don't need to have all that. I mean, the Holy Spirit is fresh and he is fun. uh, Yeah. He's fun and everything. So you actually, if you find yourself and you're like, man, I'm just bored with this. I'm having a hard time. Ask the Holy Spirit, man, make this a fun date. You're probably not being led by the Holy Ghost. No, you're not. Yeah. Because he's not not like that. He's always on the move. There's fresh wonder. Things are always increasing fresh new doors, you know, opening or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, but here's the thing is, is that if you can't even through a seemingly tough time or out of season time, you can't be consistent, then you don't, you're not able to walk actually in the greater things that he has for you, the higher places, the, the, the wide open spaces that the word talks about Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you're not determined to really press through even difficult times. But that whatever it is that you need the Holy Spirit to be, I promise you, he will come along whether you need, you need him to, um, to help you be consistent or you need to help 
have him help you get out of a rut. I'm just saying he'll be whatever you need to be. But understand that in the just naturally speaking, because we really try on the podcast to be able to bring just some natural examples and, and, to, and to share with you where things we've missed it or that have been a challenge and equally and, and more so things that we have found that have helped us and that we have succeeded in. Because of course, every great and perfect thing comes from the Lord and it, and we can only accomplish things by his grace. So none of it is like, yay, hooray for me. Without oh, him, yeah. we're just a mess. We have nothing. Um, but the awesome thing is, is we're not without him. And in him, we live, we move, and we have our being. And he causes everything you do to actually be prosperous and successful. And then you're able to, to bring that to other people, that help to other people. I mean, you can't imagine when, you know, of course, we're, we advise and talk a lot with all different types of ministers all around the world, mm-hmm. All di- di- some just starting out, some along the journey, some decades that they've been in ministry, and it's wonderful how the Lord will connect you and just give you wisdom. But you understand that that even with that, we had and have continue to have to be found faithful with what the Lord gives us. You know, our life, if our life was a mess and we weren't making adjustments and changes and we weren't bringing discipline into our own life, then how could we give, how could we advise and give away to other people? You can't. Yeah. You can't. That's right. And so again, in every single area of your life, the Lord desires to increase it. He desires for you to be a greater blessing in every way possible. But that you're going to have to be committed to any type of change, what, what he speaks to you, any type of adjustment and ask the Lord, Lord, with what in this area, how do I go bigger in this area? What adjustments do I need to make? But I'm, I'm going to tell you, look at these areas that we've been talking about with being consistent in things in the right ways with being organized. There's so many things that you can just get even online that'll give you even just like little tips. And, and, and for most things, if you just start in a direction, actually it, it like motivates you to do more. And, and I mean, honestly, even simple things that like make your bed every day. Okay. Because when you walk into a room and the bed's not made, it's a mess. Oh, there's so many people stopped listening. Right. When you said that, Oh, <laughs> I know people are I'm like, turning her why off. do I need to make it? I'm just going to get in it tonight or yeah. whatever. But you're lazy. <laughs> you're you're just you're just lazy. Just admit it right now. Just say I am lazy. I'm a lazy butt. Yeah, no, it's, but it, it takes that though. It really, does. It's s- actually one of those mm-hmm. indicators that points to actually a lot of structure and discipline and and people who do that regularly in other parts of their, their life. Because if you do something regularly, like, no, I don't even think about it. I just start, I just start making just the bed. It. It, yeah. it, it actually brings order to the entire room. Your, just that. Yeah. And, your and life. then, yeah. And then you're like, Oh, let me put this away. Let me put this away. And you start actually developing habits of instead of laying something on the counter or on the floor or whatever, you just, you just put, put it, it with the one thing away. And, and so again, it's bringing structure to your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so there's many areas that that could apply to. It's just like when you get out of your car, if you have eaten in your car or you have garbage in your car, what, you immediately just take it floor. out. No. Or you stop at a gas station and you're like, oh, I don't even have to wait till I get home to, find, to get to the garbage. Throw yeah. this stuff away right now. Get 100%. this out of here. Why? Because it just helps you to be able to, again, stay orderly, stay clean and everything. And this actually flows over into every part of your life. 
So if people if have, you're single, your future spouse will love us right now. <laughs> That's true. No, you know it. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to marry a slob? Yeah, nobody. And there are men and women slobs. Yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. They look put together because, you know, they, they, their clothes match and they comb their hair. But their life is a big mess. You just and look in the back seat of their car. It's like, oh, my gosh, what in the world? What's, is there a dead person under, under this pile of, <laughs> of uh, fast food wrappers? <laughs> you know, um, when the Lord has spoken to us, um, and, of course, you, you know, you, you learn, obviously, you grow with wisdom and everything as, as you're growing. Hopefully, as you're growing in years, you're also, you know, growing in wisdom. You are. You really are. Anyway, um, when the Lord speaks to us to, to give something or we feel even like um to give whether it's a larger thing like it's a it's a vehicle or it's a it's a larger amount of money or whatever you know just naturally speaking and of course we all do always follow the leading of the holy spirit or you know we ask the holy spirit to help us with that of course not saying we've never missed it i I don't mean that or anything but you know a thought that often comes to your mind i'll just say right away is the person that i'm giving this to can they handle what i'm giving them right and you look and you just you just view things in their life like are do they have indicators of being responsible yeah. so when it comes to like even giving away a car if if i look at someone and they never take care of their car it's never washed it's always dirty it's like always broken down they don't they don't get the oil changed or anything like that i would very very much i mean the holy spirit would have to really make something very real to me like no this is what you're supposed to do yeah. because you think in your mind this they'll just ruin the thing they don't know how to take care of it. Right. You have to be a good steward to see increase. Absolutely, you do. A good steward. And when you're a good steward of something, you will increase. Right. Because, because first of all, God proves you as someone who takes care of something that belongs to somebody else. You have to be faithful with those things that belong to another's. Right. And God says if you can be faithful with something that belongs to another, then he can give you your own. But until you can be a good steward and you can take care of something, even if you say, oh, you know what? This is my car. Are you making payments on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making payments? It's not your car. <laughs> it's actually, it belongs to the bank. <laughs> Are you taking care yes. of it? Right. Because right. a lot of people, they, they don't think about that. You right. know, they No, it's yeah. not yours. Right. It's actually not yours. Right. And everything that you have, actually, it belongs to the Lord. And is he glorified in it? Do people come up to you say, seeing how well you take care of something and do they go look at, wow, this is, this is great. This is nice. This is awesome. We're doing our podcast here in, um, in my office slash green room slash whatever we use for and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. But constantly when we bring people in here, people come in this room and they go like, whoa, this is awesome. This mm-hmm. is an incredible room. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it's, it's really because not we take care of it. Right. And it's really and, not that any, honestly, any one mm-hmm. thing in here was like that expensive order. In no. fact, we have a very large table in here that seats 10. Um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we'll put as much as 14 people on it, yeah. but we, it, it works great for us because we can do our staff meetings in here. And when we have, you know, big like guest ministers in and stuff and we'll serve food in here and that kind of thing. And the table itself actually has, I, I, gosh, I don't know how old this thing is. It, it looks like it's, it's pretty old. Um, it was actually part of the, the former church here, part of the building. So I, I think just by looking at it, 
Um, it looks like it's wood, but actually the top of it is like this. What is this, formica or something? I don't know. But it's anyway. Just, yeah, it's just a, a, a layer over uh, some other wood. Anyway, so yeah. my, my point here let's, um, is that anyway, we, we use, yeah, nothing fancy, right? But we, um, we got some nice chairs that we, that we put around it. There's always something down the center of the table, whether it's, you know, some fresh flowers or it's candles. It's, it's regularly having, you know, plants, you know, we just have done the very best with what we have. Now, some of the furniture we, we did buy, buy new and, but everything, first of all, just keeping things clean and just adding a little bit of a freshness to things and just things in order, you know, the bookshelves are always in order. Um, you know, things are regularly picked up. If there's, when we leave the area, if, if someone, um, you know, has, you know, we, we straighten the chairs, you know, every single thing is like just kept up and nothing. Let me just say this. Nothing takes that much time actually, because you just stay on top of it and you just do it. When you leave the room, make sure it looks wonderfully presented so that whoever happens to walk in after that, it's, it's in, it's as it should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, a- because absolutely. there's so many times never know. Where, where I might think I'm going to be the next one in there. It doesn't matter, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh well, we had a we had a surprise guest come in, and 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 so I walk in, and they're already they're already here. Mm-hmm. Somebody already you know seated them or whatever, and everything or an appointment or and and so you just have to be a good steward of what you've been given. It's the same thing with our missions house too. Right. Oh, absolutely. Incredible. Absolutely. Um, what it's- a wonderful place that. Wow, so many people now have been blessed to be able to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful, comfortable. It's it's like everything that ministers come in, they're like, wow, this is like everything I could think I would need in a house as a minister. It's here. But it takes a lot of discipline and consistency to on it. It does. Like that, and, yeah. and and as soon as a guest leaves, then we have it arranged that it is, it's cleaned. That and thing, we actually let people are, know as they're coming in, this is what's expected of you if you're going to stay here too. Right. No chicken bones in the in the bed. Yeah, you you don't need to eat in the living room and all kinds of things. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because you have to be you a have good to, You have a standard of of what you are what you are are doing, and of course these are these are like yeah, yeah. natural little examples. But again, you would be surprised at how though. Again, you're setting up a structure and a discipline of that that will carry over into every area of your life. Exactly, and help you to maintain order, and then therefore be able to expand Mm -hmm. in what you're doing yeah and as you're raising up children or you're raising up leaders they won't get you always how much how much how much have we even even here as pastors have we had to talk and you have to get what is in you put into other people right because they don't get it right and and that because and like in this area of Tennessee, it's a, it's a small town area. And so you're surrounded by small town mentality mm-hmm. and people who just do things, you know, in a little bit way. Mm-hmm. And so well, right. you, you don't need to be all that. You don't have to, no, no, this is kingdom. Right. This is kingdom. These are kingdom standards. And so, and I was just talking to um, some of our, 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 our pastors on staff a couple of days ago. And I said, all right, I said, my wife and I are coming in and we're going to speak to this group here. And, and, and we're, we're going to, and we're going to set the bar with this group. And then I, you know, gestured to one of the pastors that's over this. And I said, and you and your wife, you're going to have to keep that bar at that level. 
you are not allowed to allow that bar to, to anything below that bar that we set. This is, this is where it must be maintained. Mm-hmm. And so whatever it takes, and if you can't maintain the bar, then actually you don't have a job. Okay, because this is what it's expected. Right. And you Otherwise, have to, we can't increase. No, exactly right. And do you do that in your home? Right. Well, maybe that's why you're not seeing increase in your home. Maybe that's right. why you're you're having issues and everything like that. You got to get everybody on the same page. You have to have have a like vision and and like goals and everything mm-hmm. for the world not for the word to go forth out of Acts chapter two, out of the upper room, they had to be of one heart, one mind, one voice. Mm -hmm. And that was how in, 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 in immediate time, 3,000 people are brought into the kingdom of God. Why? Because right. everybody was on the same page right. with, with, with the plan of heaven, with, right. with God. Throughout the whole city, boom, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And a harvest was brought in. Mm-hmm. But And that was a supernatural impartation, but we have to have the same things taking place now, just in natural areas, but we have to be led by the Holy Ghost in doing that. And we have to consistently say, this is the plan of God. And we gotta. you have to use the organization. You have to use the structure. You have to communicate very well to be able to see the increase that God wants you to have. God desires for your business to increase. He desires for your ministry to increase. He desires for you to have a wonderful family, wonderful marriage, but you, there are elements that may seem so natural that are vital for you to increase, mm-hmm. and you can't push them aside. Absolutely. Because we live, you, you, you are a spirit, you have a soul, but you live in a body, and so you're in a natural realm, and so you have to use some natural wisdom mm-hmm. to be able to see things increase. Right. You know, I remember even things like, you know, teaching our boys when they were younger. I remember having discussions, you know, with them and, and explaining, you know, obviously you should, if you have kids, um, you know, be teaching them manners and, you know, things like that. I mean, I, I feel like that's almost a missing part of our culture these days and and in some places you know or like you you see a teenager and you're like hey how are you and they can barely they can't look at you in the face and and they're just like and they're just you know some grunt or you know whatever or like you do you know you do give them something or whatever they never even say thank you or or they're not appreciative that it just act like oh of course you should have done that for me like what what the heck like i i don't even i don't even get that but it's it's lacking really in in many many people but anyway and i remember you know having because of course you know boys you know obviously our boys are like any other boys i mean they love to like burp and fart and you know all kind of stuff and and i'm not like a a total like stick in the mud or whatever you know and and they're not meaning that she participates with him though (laughs) let me just let me just clarify that because that's that hilarious. might be the rumor, but it's not true. Okay, I just, as yeah, the husband, not, I'll let I'm you not, know. I'm that not doing a farting contest not, with them. That's I'm not just, what she does. Yeah, I'm just not. Anyway. People could hear what you said and think, oh, you're not a stick in the mud, so you just got to get in there and let's, let's have yeah, a contest. And start, like, you know, belching and, you know, Our the alphabet like or whatever. About no. that. They say, Mom, Dad, we know that's what you do when you're in the room by yourselves. Oh you God. have contests. So like, not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but Pretty anyway, funny, though, to think about that. So I'm not, you know, but I'm like, seriously, boys, you don't have to do that at the table, you know, at the dining room table. But anyway, I want to go back to Do it at somebody else's house <laughs> as you're a guest. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I remember talking to them, you know, because I had, I don't know what particular manner we were talking about at that time. But 
I said to him, I said, look, you, you need to realize that if you're not going to, because you, you have to teach kids even how to look adults in the eye. It's not something that comes natural to a lot of them. And to be able to give a firm handshake, to be able to say, hi, my name's Blake. How are you? You know, to be able to introduce yourself. How do you respond in social settings? And you have to teach your kids all that. What's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And so it's not that you have to like act, you know, teach them to be like so super formal and they can't have any fun. That's not what I mean at all. But they do need to recognize the environment they're in and know how they're supposed to act. And you have to make them, you know, when teaching them, look, do that. I remember telling them many times before we got to a place. Now, listen, we're going over to so-and-so's house. You will say please. You will say thank you without me telling you to when you are offered something to eat you're going to eat that if they give you a choice then you can say no thank you or yes please you know and before we leave you're going to clean up your toys that you have played with and you are going to thank them that they invited you over you know you have to teach your kids this Mm -hmm. and you have to tell them and you have to remind them but I remember having a discussion with them. Boys, listen, you have to understand that if you're not going to implement these things in your life, you will be kept out of whole realms of society if you don't learn how to step it up in some ways. So and true. And again, why, yep. why am I bringing that out? Because these deal with areas of increase. The Lord, when he's desiring to increase you, he's going to connect you with people that are greater and doing greater things than where you are right now. And if you're just like, oh no, I'm just a little worm or no, I'm too shy or, or, uh, oh no, I could never even, I don't like wearing dresses. So I can never dress nice for, for that, that going to that place requires that. Well, no, you, you've got to make the adjustments. You've got to get over whatever the things are that actually hold you back because you actually should be able to talk with people that are on the street living out on the street as much as you would of you know billionaires there shouldn't be anybody that you're not able to actually allow the lord to give you things for them to minister out of that mm-hmm. out of the overflow That's but good. again people hold themselves back because of their own their own lack of of training lack of instruction or embracing change I mean, so many people are like, oh, well, you know, I just got friends in low places. Uh, don't let that Garth Brooks song be your theme song, okay? Actually, for the sure. Lord has high places for you, not low places. Amen. That's a good word. He does. But you have to be determined to be in those places with him. Because that is what the word says. You're seated in heavenly places. Amen. Amen. Far above all right. principalities, powers, might, dominion, anything that is named, you are seated with Jesus right. in heavenly places. And so if you're seated with Jesus in heavenly places, and that is your reality, you will begin to order your life in a different way, in a higher way. And greater things will begin to come out of your life consistently. Right, right. <laughs> if you'll consistently see yourself in in the way that you are. Right. Not just the way God sees you and you think, well, that's just, you know, kind of airy-fairy. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's the way it is. You, you have authority. Yes. You have dominion. Right. Your issue is you don't walk in it. Mm-hmm. 
And so the enemy takes advantage of you and keeps you at a low level. He keeps you operating at a low level because he keeps you thinking you are at that level. Right. And, and whatever you believe is how you will live. Right. Right. You really have to adopt the thing of like, I'm not, I'm not just here maintaining. I, I'm here to multiply, actually. That because a lot of times it's just a fear of success or a lack of diligence that really keeps people from increasing. And, you know, you have to, you have to be able to make room for increase, but mm-hmm. some people, honestly, they're, they're like afraid of success. Yeah, like they, they think, okay, well, I've, I've always dealt with this hang up in my life, or I've always had this hindering me or gosh, I've, I've never, I've never had a job where, where I could actually, wow, I could make commission or I could make more or I could increase or I could set my own hours or anything. And so therefore they're so used to being like held down or limited that like if the limits are even removed they have no idea of how to function how to put structure in their own life because they've only ever been at a place where they're told what to do all of the time and the thing is is that the lord wants to break you out of that our boundaries everybody needs boundaries in your life you have to have boundaries our boundaries are found in the word of god and the leading of the holy spirit And then, of course, within your own life, you can place boundaries that will actually help you to be able to succeed in an area. It's just like if you're wanting to lose weight, then you put down a boundary of I'm not eating sugar or I'm not eating carbs or I don't eat after seven o'clock at night or whatever it is that you're doing. You then put down the boundaries. Why? Because those help you then to actually be able to increase and accomplish the goal that you have. So it takes like an understanding, mm-hmm. of course, in the, in the natural, the spiritual realm and being free to be able to do that, but then also the discipline and, and the diligence of, of putting down the boundaries that lead to, to our success and to higher ways. Absolutely. And you mentioned that, and, you know, and I've been teaching on a series on Wednesday nights on overcoming. Yes, it's been so good. And uh, I've been dealing with actually health-related things. Right, right. And uh, how wholeness is our portion, not just healing, but wholeness. Right. And I, I had gotten some uh, some research, and it's interesting what you're talking about there, because there's a book um, that is, is written by, uh, guys, by the, the guy's name is Bruce Lipton, um, a, a doctor, and he, he wrote a book called The Biology of Belief, Oh, wow. And so huh, I took I, I took just some excerpts from that, and and uh, it's absolutely phenomenal um, what this guy what this guy talks about because people according to what you believe you're actually your your physical body will line up with that because your mm. actions follow your belief. Yes. And and you can be healthy because you believe you're going to be healthy by what you are doing. Right. Not I know this Twinkie's bad for me, but I'm going to eat it anyway. The mm-hmm. chicken taquitos I was talking about last yeah. night. Some of you've heard that story. But but um but uh Dr. Bruce Lipton he said with every heartbeat your heart communicates with your body uh, and your, your brain through your nervous system, your hormonal system, your electromagnetic fields and other wow. energetic pathways that your body has. And these internal communication networks, they affect the way that you perceive your reality. And, and that influences wow. the motions that you experience. Mm-hmm. Emo- did I say emotions? The emotions that you, 
you um, experience. And so your emotions are actually perfectly reflected in your nervous system. And all kinds of scientific research that's been done shows that your emotions stimulate very specific activities in a person's uh, nervous system. And so your, your nervous system has the intelligence, actually, to distinguish between positive and negative emotions. It knows the difference. Mm-hmm. And, so, <clears throat> um, and so just because you get excited, you, you could get excited because of something bad. Uh, right. Because of fear, or you can get excited right. because of something good, and your your nervous system knows the difference, and it processes things correctly. Mm-hmm. And so, if you expose yourself to a bunch of fear related things, it's going to break down your body. Yes, but if you but if it's joy, mm-hmm. it builds your body, and and so Amazing. it's not just. Um, uh, hey, th- this excitement or, th- or this this jolt of of whatever it might be um, that this person can't can't be can't handle a lot of of uh, stimulation in this way. Well, you know, if it's the presence of God, yes, they can, and right. actually, it'll heal them. Right. Because laughter does good like a medicine. So true. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> and so again, back to the, this guy's book, the biology of belief. Um, really, really uh, foundational how that if you want to, if you want to become healthier and you want to increase your, the health of your body, you need to, you actually, you need to get in the word of God. You need to hear what the word of God has to say about it and you need to believe it, not just read it, believe it. Let the word read you. Yes. And, and I've got, I had a few pages of, I I just uh, took so much and condensed it into just like, you know, just a a few sentences, actually several sentences, but um, so very important what we believe. And you can't tell me you believe something if you do the opposite. Right, right. Because you you don't really believe that then, okay? If you believe that that Twinkie's going to kill you, you know, because it's got so many preservatives, it'll stay on the shelf for 300 years and look exactly the same, oh like a McDonald's hamburger oh or, or like a, like a, a, a Walmart um, ice cream uh, bar, um, not uh, ice cream, what a, a sandwich. They don't melt. They, you can just leave no them. No way. In, you can just put it on a plate and in natural room temperature and it just stays that way because it's, it's all preservatives and it's Aww. not really, it's not real. And so... That's but if I we like put things that are not sandwiches. real inside of you, it's going to destroy your life. Right. And, uh, and so we have to, we have to uh, realize that, Lord, your word is life to me. I've got to get in your word. I, have to, I believe your word. And since I believe your word, I'm going to do your word. And so if I want to increase, I'm not going to do things that are going to cause destruction and decrease in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to stop giving. Right. If anything, I'll increase my giving right, because absolutely. giving brings increase. Yes, and blessing. If if I am a blessing, I will be blessed. That's why it's more blessed to give than it is to just think I'm going to keep receiving. Because right. when I am a blessing, that's the way it comes back to me. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will men give unto me? Yes, because I am a generous person. Generosity will be poured out towards me. Yes. And so this, this is the biology of belief. 
what you believe you will do and and it will bring increase into your life. Yes. I don't know if this man that wrote this book was a believer but it's like it's the that's fundamental right biblical yes, that's, principle. This is this is right. the principle of the word of God. Right. Yeah, it's so true and it's like you have to make a decision though that you're not going to allow the unknown, so to speak, because if obviously if you're increasing, you're stepping into new areas into it's going to look a little different. It's going to require something different of you. And some, Mm -hmm. you know, right. The Lord is so faithful that whatever we sow, we will always reap and we'll reap in abundance. But sometimes we, we don't know within that there's unknowns. We don't know exactly when we don't know what exactly that will look like, how much that will be opportunities, connections, all those type of things. You can't pull back just because it's unfamiliar. You can't take it like, well, Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I just don't know if that might be too much or whatever. You got to let go of that. You're, you're do not, again, do not let your mindset hold you back and keep you from increasing. You know, I'll, um, share a little example. I just thought of here that when, when we moved here to Johnson city, we still, we had a house in Florida that had not sold yet. We moved fairly quickly. Once the Lord gave us the specific place in the direction, you know, we moved quickly. And so we put up our house for sale in Florida, but we weren't going to wait around until it sold or anything. You know, we just secured um, a rental house here. And so we were actually in that rental house for two years, knowing that, you know, here we are just starting a church and, and um, we still had to sell our house, you know, so it was just better for us to secure a lower rental rate and just plan that we would be there for two years. We didn't figure we would be, you know, quite in a position to buy a house um, before then anyway. So when it came after the two years, you know, we are before the two years were up, actually, we started, you know, just praying and looking for a place and, and things like that. And so the Lord really blessed us with where we live now. And we, um, and we've now lived there, what, three and a half years, I guess, almost. It's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. to believe it's been that long. <clears throat> and anyway, when the Lord opened this up to us, and again, it wasn't, if you, you could go back and I actually gave a, almost the whole testimony of it. Really, I didn't intend to, but I, um, on um, this past um, Sunday, morning. Sunday morning's service, which um, yeah, this past so Sunday powerful. morning was February 4th. So you could go on our YouTube or, or Facebook live and, and listen to it. I was doing the offering teaching. I didn't an amazing at all. Service. The I, whole service was just yeah, like Yeah, thank you, Jesus. I didn't intend to share all that, but anyway, but I did. So you can hear the miracle of, of what the Lord did. Um, but you have to, in the midst of the Lord opening up something new to you and greater than you thought even really possible if you're, because obviously when you're, when you're talking about purchasing things, you're working with your, the natural supply of money here on earth, right? I mean, as far as that's not your, where you're limited at, you can't be limited by that, Mm -hmm. but you do have to engage in that system because it's part of what we use to be able to purchase things. But understand that you, you are part of the highest system, which is the Lord's economic system, if you could call it that, and his blessing, his realms of blessing and increase. So we actually have no limits, you know, upon us, right. but you have to be able to just go, okay, Lord, 
I just thank you. I'm going to walk in the high places that you have for me. And if this is the door you're opening, then I'm going to continue to walk through it by faith. You can't let go of your faith. You've got to keep engaging your faith and keep declaring it and speaking out, even when it looks totally impossible, which for us to, to be, to acquire that this home that we are now, you know, are in and we purchased at that time, that, that was, that was totally impossible to us. But anyway, even though um, I remember we had, of course, signed the the contract, we hadn't closed yet on the house, but we were at the rental and we were, we, I can't remember, we were, we were very close to the closing date. I want to say just within a few days. I know it was definitely less than a week because we were doing all the final like packing stuff and getting ready to like clean that rental before we were going to move into the new place. Mm-hmm. And I had just been praying and I was like, you know, Lord, the place that we're moving to, we're so thankful. It's obviously you, you've given us this, you've blessed us this. It's greater than we ever thought we could have at this time and things like that. And I remember just being, the house is like so much bigger than where we're currently living. And I, you know, I'm so busy and Lord, I've got all this stuff going on. And, and Lord, I like, I'm just thinking naturally and just talking to the Lord, like, Lord, how, how am I going to be able to like even clean this, this, this new house? And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, we, we've, each of our, you know, we've just taken, I guess, the approach that my husband and I and, and each of the boys, each of us do different things in the house. And, you know, I everybody. Messes, they clean them up. <laughs> no, you were so, he is so <laughs> great, actually, with, he just jumps right in there, whatever needs to be done. And he always, you know, I, I typically cook dinner when we can be, you know, home and he, you know, does all the cleanup and everything. So he's always been, from the very beginning, super amazing. And of course, you had that, that example before you, even in what your father would do, help. Yep, you know, with, with true. whatever. And so, but you know, you reach a, reach a point obviously where, where you, you need additional help and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are like, Oh, what do you think that you, you know, you have to, yeah, you know, you're too good to clean your own house. No, what actually, what it comes down to mm-hmm. is when your time can, you can actually make more money and be more successful and be more productive hiring someone to do the cleaning and stuff so that you can do and focus on what actually God has called you to do. Exactly. And it doesn't mean yeah. one is better than another. It's nope. just you being the best steward of, of your time actually That's and right. of resources. And so again, the, like when people have mindsets like that and critical mindsets, you always know that they'll stay small. Okay. Very you, true. you'll never walk in anything that you criticize. So just be, just don't ever criticize. Okay. Because it actually limits you and keeps you back from increasing. But yeah, I remember just talking true. to the Lord, Lord, because obviously you're not going to bless us with something and there's not a way for us to be able to not just maintain it, but actually increase it. Why? Cause that's the ways of the Lord. And so, but see, everything is actually stems out of your faith. So even if the Lord opens up a door of opportunity to you, don't then think, okay, well, okay, there, I walked in that. Okay, now I don't have to do anything. No, you actually have to, your faith has to go to another level. Just you've, you've walked through a door, but that's not the end there. So I had to say, okay, Lord, I just thank you. I recognize you're doing something great. So Father, I thank you for the person to clean, the people to clean, the way that this is to come about because Lord, you're a God of blessing and you're not a God who burdens your people. You don't. You say actually that there's no burden, there's no yoke, or it's all easy. It's all light in you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as soon as I switch like that to not even being concerned, but just casting my care and going, Lord, I thank you that, 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 do you know, almost it was like within just like a few hours. It was so super quick. I actually had someone reach out to me and say, you know what? The Lord just spoke to me and I 
want to be able to to clean your house. Now, this person does amazing at cleaning. I've never seen anybody that loves to clean like this lady loves to mm-hmm. clean. And so I, so I said to her, because again, I, I don't, I don't, first of all, it's tacky to take advantage of people. Okay. It's tacky. If you don't know this to hint and, and to just expect that somebody else is going to do something for you for free. That is not manners. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. And so just because she said to me, the Lord's spoken to me to clean your house, I am not going to assume or act or whatever that that means that I'm not going to have to pay her for it. Okay. And I'm not going to have a stingy mingy thinking of like, Oh my goodness, but that to clean your house is going to cost 400 bucks, you know, each time or what, whatever, whatever that amount is and think, oh, I can I can never do that, you know, or whatever. No, I'm just going to, even though in the natural, it didn't look like there was a way. So I just said to her, I said, oh my gosh, I said, that's so awesome. I said, thank you so much. Um, so I said, what would you, maybe you need to go and look at the house and you can, you know, give me an estimate at least of, of what that, what that would cost. And, and, and I said, do you, do you think that would be like once a month or every couple of weeks or, you know, kind of what were you thinking? You know, you got to kind of, you know, have a, have a discussion. And mm-hmm. she says to me, she goes, oh no, she goes, I, I, I the Lord clearly spoke to me. I, I, I don't want you to pay for it. I want to do it. And I said to her, I said, oh my gosh, I said that, that, and, and, you know, some people are just like, oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, totally. Um, um, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, definitely do that for me for free. You know, people are just so, so ungrateful sometimes. It's so just tacky, arrogant. Yeah. And I just said to her, I said, oh my gosh, I said that, that is such an incredible blessing. I said, but do you realize like that, that's going to involve quite a bit of time. And I said, I definitely don't you want you at all thinking because, you know, I'm a pastor or whatever, you know, just bring it, just be honest with people and just bring it down to where it is. I said, I, I definitely don't want you to think that, that that is something that you would have to do for us or that we would ever expect or anything. I said, your time is very valuable and what you do, you do an amazing job, what you do. And I will gladly pay you for that because I recognize that's a lot of effort on your part. And she said, it, she said, the Lord has spoken to me and I will not receive anything from you. And I'm gladly want to do this. Like she was like very emphatic about it. And I just said, thank you so much. Like, this is such a blessing. I was actually just praying about that. Notice I didn't tell her beforehand, oh, I've just been praying and I knew that God was going to speak to someone and it's going to be free for me. I didn't say any of that because I wanted her to, if that was what was on her heart, her to say that. And if she would have said to me, okay, well, I'll give you a bid and this is what it is. Then of course we're in a business arrangement and then I'm going to make my decision. Do I want her to use this person to do this or not? So just because the increase opens up to you still, I'm saying all that to say, do things in a right way, do things in an honorable way. But also I understand that like, you have to let go of what's been familiar to you in order to go to a new level, in order yeah, to be able to increase. Amen. You have to be willing to be stretched. Yes. And consistently be stretched. Because just when you get to the one place where you think, okay, here we are, you know, enjoy a few days because <laughs> there's more. There's, there's always more. God is a God of increase. And his ways will always bring more increase into your life. So get past, so the, get past the place <laughs> where you think that, okay, I can just, you know, level out here and just kind of coast. No. <laughs> uh, no because coasting. actually, actually, the only way to coast is you're going to have to be going downhill a little bit. That's true. There's, even though it's gradual. <laughs> the only way. Even though it's gradual, you will always be slightly going downhill. 
Yes. So no coasting, people. Come on, let's get on it. Let's go to the next level. And we're here to we're here with you to encourage you to, you know, kick you in the butt if that's what you need. <laughs> but and make you laugh sometimes. It, it's 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 easier when you're laughing a little bit. You can take things a little that's better. True. You know, teaspoon of sugar makes the medicine go down, the old song was. So anyway, we love you so much and we're yes. so glad that you're listening here to us on the last day's podcast. Once again, come and see us here in Johnson City, Tennessee. Yes. And uh, make plans now to attend our 2024 camp meeting. It's going to be absolutely yes, incredible as it is in heaven, March 31st through April 5, yes. a.m. and p.m. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Come and be a part. We love you. God bless you. Have a great afternoon, great day. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.